Welcome back to another episode, everybody. Thank you very much for being here. We're the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. It is podcast number 352, believe it or not. It's a lot of episodes. Yes, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of episodes, episodes, dude. It's back. It's fun. This is my this is my time to let loose every week. I don't know how you guys feel. And in honor of letting loose, I'm sitting here with no pants on. You guys just can't see it. <laughs> As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 bros. First is Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's it going? Next is Jordan the Man. Hello. Last but not least, I am X1. Thank you very much for being here, everybody. Our gamer club game of the month is Dirt 5. If you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's fun. It's Go fun check game. it out. It is on Game Pass. Uh, we also do stream live on this channel. Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Fridays is the show. So come join us. YouTube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Jordan streams Monday and Wednesday nights. This last Monday, we actually had our Couchcast special yeah. where we all got together and played Rogue Company. Mr. McSpicy, give us a recap. Give uh, us a thousand foot recap of uh, of the Rogue Company. Thousand foot? Thousand foot. We won. We oh we, we did we, we actually did we win people. every single one we didn't lose a match it was yeah. actually fantastic so uh, I felt really good about it uh, this is your first time playing that it was wasn't my very it? first time playing Rogue Company how'd you like it how did I you really like it? really enjoyed it a lot I really I'd like to get it's super fun I mean it's that's the only way to describe it I think I prefer it because I would jump into Overwatch with you guys I definitely prefer it over Overwatch ah I see what you did there yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, you had to point out though. Uh, uh, hey, I saw is, what uh. you did. I'm so so good with words. I don't even realize what I do. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're different games. Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Then, I, I prefer this style. I think better. Okay, sure. To yeah. to the five, the upgrading every in between matches. Uh, you know, the first to whatever it is. First yeah. to eight, is which eight? which by the way they changed that. So now they just came out with a recent patch where it's now first to nine. It was first to seven for demolition, mm -hmm. and now it's first to nine. Yeah, they upped that. They made a bunch of balance changes and added a new map and hero. So quite a big patch actually. Big old patch. Yeah. So Oliver Queen cool. is the new hero. Yeah, basically. basically yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the guy with the bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. With AirPods. With AirPods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who was I? I was the big. Guy with the defense, Anvil. With the, Anvil with yeah. the. I call him Mr. With Thick. The shield, Mr. Thick. I, I don't know all their names, so he's Mr. He Thick. He was fun to play, and then who was the girl that I played? Because she's my new crush. Wowzers! My oh, new video Ronin. game crush, Ronin. Oh, oh yeah, she's got she's got Wowzers. Those, yo those yoga pants, dude. <laughs> yes, Ronin. I I I couldn't figure out her ability. She has that knife, and I I wasn't. I wasn't super good with that knife. Yeah, it's a demolition. But the dark. the shield, I get put up the shield and go to town on people with uh, Mr. Thick. Yeah. Anvil. Yeah, Anvil with the Anvil Man. Yeah. Um, Fun game. It's a really good game. I'm came out of nowhere sort of for me, even though it was really popular. I yeah. I tend to not play popular games because <laughs> I'm like a gamer hipster. So, <laughs> hey, it's good that you can admit that. Uh, yeah. I actually don't think you are a gamer hipster, but that's funny. <laughs> okay. Well, and then I played it once. It was a free game. It was free. Jordan loved it. I played it. And I liked it. Yeah, it's really good. It's so. really good. Uh, so our couch cast, guys, is something that we do from time to time where the three of us sit down and we play together on stream. Um, and it's exclusive for our Arbiter members or higher. So come and join us. We are getting it all set up here on YouTube. It's been taking a while. So we should be able to do those more regularly. In fact, probably we'll do another one in like a week. Yeah. Uh, that was it was it was super fun. So make sure you come join us. Uh, come join, become a member over on YouTube and join Jordan Monday and Wednesdays. Jordan, what is your plan this week to stream? Uh, we're, we've already we've already talked about it. We're, well, not us, but you and the, the stream. stream. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna beat Doom. Oh, Eternal. Oh, and then we're gonna start uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh, although maybe Good maybe game. we'll do a vote. Maybe we'll vote on if they want to 
beat Immortals or Dragon Quest? We'll we'll let the people vote. What would you vote? The you. I don't the know. People. They're both. They're both good. That's why. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you. The people. The people. Yeah. The people's <laughs> choice. The people's choice. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, one of those two games. I think it's. I think people were leaning towards Immortals: Phoenix Rising. So maybe we'll go off and beat that one. Yeah, spicy. You really liked Immortals. I love that game. I'm still. I still haven't beat it. But uh, I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, we have, we have there's so many options. It's hard. Yeah. So, so what's interesting tough, is tough. I have hundreds of people on my friends list on Xbox because when we to get into the X One Bros Minecraft server, they make it that you have to be my friend, and so I have all these people as friends. And it used to be, I would say, even about a year ago, that even when a new game when a new game came out, but even not new games, old games. Everybody, they, everybody was divided between about three games. Mm-hmm. Same games. N- now, 2021, th- there's very few times that I see a duplicate game being played on my friends list. Interesting. Which shows you we're, we're at that point. Remember we were at that point on the uh, Xbox 360 where you would just browse the store and you'd be like, oh, look at what I found right here. Yeah. yeah. I think Game Pass probably has a lot to do with the variety of games being played as well. Most... I would, well, I'd be curious. I think most people in our community, I don't know if that carries over to the general Xbox population. The people. But the I think, people. <laughs> but I think most people in our community probably have Game Pass. And thus, I mean, I'm seeing just such a v- wide variety of games. Sure. Yeah. That, that, that I've not seen ever before. Yeah. Uh, like this much variety. Well, remember when we only, when we started this podcast, what, there was Titanfall and like five other games? Forza. <laughs> Forza. Forza. Uh, Forza Titanfall. Uh, and Assassin's Dead Creed Rising. Black Black. Black. Yeah. Rise. 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 Oh, Rise. Yeah. Rise was so, good. <laughs> we're at the point where there's tons of games and you're at the point too where even when a new console comes out, everything's backward compatible. So yeah, which I mean, has not keep, been done you know, before. So and it's not like there's a reset button. Developers are still updating their game. Like you have Assassin's Creed Valhalla that technically was released on the old consoles. Then they gave out the updated version for the new consoles. Yeah. So, I mean, you have, there's, it's nice. And then you have the old versions of the game that they don't even make the new version yet and still release it on the new yeah. hardware. And the Xbox team <laughs> updates it through things like FPS boost and all that stuff. And then the old version of the game doesn't even work <laughs> on the old hardware. <laughs> So it's like, you know, I was, I'm talking about cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's the, we played the backwards compatible version yeah. that was meant for the old hardware and it doesn't even play on the old hardware. <laughs> yeah. When, have we gotten updates on cyberpunk, by the way? Because um, I'm yeah. holding off because I want seen it on the PC made me think, OK, I'm not. Yeah, Jordan, plowed, for Jordan plowed through. They basically I they came out with this. Uh, Jordan talked about it a couple weeks ago. I can see this as like the guy going into the conference room with the people around the table and they're like, all right, we need to say something. What do we say? Oh, yeah. Okay. The road they That's draw right. the graph. Yeah. The, road fake, the fake roadmap. Yeah. And they're the like, roadmap. here, we're going to do something. Put that down. <laughs> so, the, guy, the guy's taking notes. Yes. Yeah. Some, okay. th- Next, something with an E, right? Yes. Yeah. And in Q3, we need to do something else. <laughs> something, okay. something else. Okay, got it. All right. Make that look like something that we can release to the public, and let's go with it. Something to public. Got it. <laughs> all right, let's and go to lunch. all that they did is instead of actually coming up with those concepts, they released that dude's notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his doodle. It was his, it was his doodle. See, and I, th- I kind of find that adorable. Like, I'll be honest, a lot of people are, you know, mad at, at CD Projekt Red, but it's actually very adorable because they're not a company that was very transparent. And they're trying to be. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. their transparency. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, they're uh, trying. 
Guys, don't you think this yet? Yeah, the like community well, manager went to them and was like, guys, I think we should like give them something. Like, uh, well, Jim's got some pretty good notes there. Why don't we just throw that up there? It's uh, okay. on the whiteboard. Do something. Yeah, okay. Do something. Uh, will you screenshot two. that and color it? And color do it in. Do something. Color in three. Three. Give that to our Photoshop guys in the Photoshop. The the creative guys. You know, get the, it. And the designers are like, what do you do? Okay. The last. Uh, <laughs> We'll do something with this. The last big thing that happened with Cyberpunk is the big patch 1.2. Big patch! Was supposed to come out. That was the second big patch because there was a January patch and then this was supposed to be the February patch that did fix a lot of issues. Then the company got hacked and they delayed that patch. It got so hacked? They didn't expect to get hacked on that uh, brainstorming session that they very, had with the very, graphs. Very yeah, few and there people was, do. Uh, what did they put the uh, in their, their thing? So it was at the end of February when they released it. They said they'd be delaying patch 1.2. Uh, the recent cyber attack on the studio's IT infrastructure and uh, infrastructure and extensive scope of the update means that, unfortunately, it will not happen in the time frame that we anticipated, right? So they delayed it. sucks. Yeah, when it rains, it pours, man. Which is a shame because I think Cyberpunk can be a really is, good game. Is unloading those the unloading those attacks on companies like a DDoS attack? Is that a, that's like a federal crime, isn't it? That, oh, sure, like, yeah, yeah, it it's is. Like big deal. Yeah, yeah, it is. Wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't it like a kid that did it one time or something in Florida and got in trouble? I don't remember. Well, I remember. Wasn't there a company? Was it Microsoft where they got DDoS attacked by some guy in Canada and they were like. Look, we can prosecute you, or, or you can, we can work, hire or you. we can hire you. Yeah, was it them? Who was I? I want to. For some reason, you know I'm thinking maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't. Do you know how good you have to be for that to happen? You have to be <laughs> like next level. People are like, wow. You're basically describing every 1989 to 1993 hacker movie that came out. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like zero cool. You remember that? I used, I used to. I used to. Be a criminal. I forgot. But I now f- I stopped the criminals. What's that? It was the one where like the guy works at the bank and he's always on a skateboard, you know, like <laughs> yeah. the cool crappy skateboard from the 90s. That's you're describing pretty much every late 80s movie that I know that I grew up as a kid. Yeah, That's I forget. Funny. I forget what company it was. I don't know if it was Microsoft or not, but it was a big company. But remember, they were like, we can prosecute you or we can hire you. Yeah, you know how good you have to be, though? Like you have to be <laughs> next level, like a prodigy. Yeah. Like zero cool. Like zero. That's the kid's call sign from that one movie. Zero what was cool. the movie where like he had he? There was a couple movies like this. Like there was the Power Glove one, where he had like the powers built into his Power Glove, and they became real life abilities that he could use. And then there was the one where the kids were like, they had video. They would play video games, but then they had video games powers, and there was like three of them. They were all eighties movies. I think you're talking about Double Dragon. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I, no. maybe I am. Do you know what's interesting? The character on Oh, Bleeding Edge, his name was Zero Cool. You know the the guy yeah, that yeah, laid the, down? Yeah, the healer. Yeah. And that is the guy that is the character from that movie. That he, so he he hacked a bank and then he went to jail, basically kid jail, and he couldn't, he couldn't touch a computer for like twenty years. And then he came out and everything changed. That was like Angelina Jolie's first movie. Or one of them. Hmm. True, true facts, man. That Interesting. Is. You guys should go watch your '80s hacking movies. Trust me, they're good. They're really good. Yeah. And insert awkward silence now. I was thinking. So I was just. I was trying to remember what the name of that movie is. I don't. I have no idea. Let me ask you this: we Hackers. Talk, is that the movie I'm talking? It's called about? Hackers. Best hacker movie is Hackers. Oh, okay. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, Chad is telling us it's Hackers. And the Wizard. Yeah, they're talking about the Wizard. The Wizard was that kid that played with the power. Well, it was the Mario Three tournament. That this That's kid was, what it was really good, and uh, 
And he's just, he was like, what, like eight years old? He didn't say much, but he was damn good With at that video power games. Glove. And he went to the, the gaming tournament. The Power Glove is like, in all honesty, it's the most useless piece of hardware. Are you kidding? No ever. way. No. It had it had what we call cool factor. <laughs> oh, and that is very important when yeah. you're 10 years yeah, old. You're 10 years. But here's the thing. It was the controller put on your arm. So you can't hold it with two hands. See, you ha- you ha- how is that a bad thing? You have to like, boop, boop, boop. Okay, move, jump. Jump, move. Yeah. How is that a bad thing? That's true. The other one that was cool that my friend had, but then no games came out for it, and the Nintendo had Virtual Boy. Remember that? Where like you put your eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The like virtual sat boy. on the table, and, you put, and it was It was lines. the first virtual reality stuff. It was 3D, stuff, it was 3D yeah. lines. There was tennis and stuff like that. <laughs> and then there were like lawsuits where it just gave everybody migraines. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was, I, didn't th- I don't think it was. Uh, I didn't think they thought that through. We actually had. And you had burn your retinas. <laughs> you <know>? We actually. <laughs> I read a lawsuit that made me laugh. Okay, what's okay, that? Lawsuit? So there was. I saw it. I think it was. I, I saw it in. Um, in our Discord, apparently Bethesda was being sued over, uh, like they said that they would release something and they did for free, and then they ended up releasing other stuff in okay. addition. To me, it doesn't sound like it's all that big of a deal, but the part that made me laugh, and you know, like you just your mind starts working when you hear this story. You're reading this serious news story about like this lawsuit. And it's like, oh, and the, uh, the, vi- the, uh, it's you know, it's going through like, oh yeah, this this and this happened, and then the the victim's mother decided to sue for him, and it, it, was, like, it was like, it was that's like, funny, yeah, just uh, sorry, just, that is funny. Uh, sorry guys, that just that makes me laugh. Yeah, because well, it's gotta, like it's like the dude that won the man in tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, I'd like to. He legitimately said this. I'd like to thank my mom. <laughs> For letting, like, me. for letting me live in her basement so that I could do this. <laughs> hey, he's giving credit where credit is. No, it is true, yeah, but, but it's, it's like, just, it's funny. just the way you word it. He could have just said, I'd like to thank my mom for all of her support. Without her, I couldn't do this. For but all he, the hot pockets. Yeah, but he went straight to like the gamer stereotype and was like, I'd like to thank my mom for letting me live in her basement. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Thank you, DoorDash, for letting me never have to leave the house. Uh, well, when I read that lawsuit thing and like that, they and they throw it, they try to like hide it because they kind of threw it in on the last sentence, and then the victim's mother sued. It was like, <laughs> like you can only imagine, like you just started thinking in your head. Like I feel, and and don't get me wrong, I don't really know anything about it, but I think after that sentence, that lawsuit legitimately, legit, legitimacy. Lost like sixty percent for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. well, you know, is this uh, really, you know, is this one of those? You it's, know? it's how you're describing it is like, and then they lived happily ever after, <laughs> <laughs> and then the mother sued. Yeah, yeah that's, that's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> as if it's like a story. Uh, made me laugh, but anyway, I don't know anything about it, so I can't really make a. You, you know, know last, I just saw that. Remember last week we came laugh. across the. Was it you that saw it? Someone saw it. Their gamer tag was Jordan. Yeah, yeah, it was me. It was in Rogue Company. Actually, yeah. I was like, hey, that's cool. So if you could, I was, I've been thinking about that all. Week. If you could redo your gamer tag, would you redo it to Jordan? No, I, I think I would. I think I'd. Make you it. would you be had, Jordan. Then what? Would, I'd be David. No, 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 you had your gamer tag as your name one time, and remember you changed it. I you did. didn't like it. Well, but my it was my full. Remember name. Because, because 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 it was my full. Because name. Microsoft messaged you and said, "Hey, your current gamer tag is really offensive. We've had a lot of complaints." That which was, I would like to see those complaints. That was bend over, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a good gamer tag, and I really to this day I would like to see those complaints, Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. Because that was a great gamer tag, and it it encouraged chat in a lot of these yeah, multiplayer for those games. You, for those of you that are new to the show. We have a lot of new new first timers here listening and watching. My original gamer tag was bent over, guys. Like, and then it got after I mean, like it after like, like five years. years. Yeah, no, it was, it was forever. 
That's what I'd like to see. And then it changed to X. Would you like to explain why it was that one? It was that one because I when we got the 360. Yeah. uh, And a projector. And a projector. We got the 360 and it was setting it up and I left to the bathroom and Spicy and Jim. Yeah, Jim from the show. Jim from the show. We're at the we're there setting up the Xbox and they just put it there. What's the dumbest one we could think of? Yeah, they put that and then And it was was permanent. And it was permanent. And it would be funny, I would jump into games and people like, Are you a girl? Nice. Hey, it started a lot of chat. It did start yeah, a lot of chat. It was a, it was a c- conversation piece. Yeah. Uh, Reactor League says mine was Vader 75. <laughs> Master Vader. Oh, that's hilarious. I get it. Yeah, but then I one morning it. we logged in to play, I don't know, and it like Halo, and then you got this big old message from Microsoft. I had to change Microsoft it. Let me change a, it for free. Yeah, but because it was... It. A, they, and then I changed it to X1 Bros, and then the X1 Bros was born. Shortly after. Didn't yeah. you change it to David Paskett? Yeah, after that. I, then I you think, changed yeah, it to then X1 I changed it to X1 Bros. That's correct. I changed, I changed it to my whole name. I had a I had a spiel like an a, a year after the Xbox was released, where I changed it to um, Hex. Box, oh, so I remember that. Hex. Yeah, I do remember that. Box space co k o hobe, and the reason I did that is because people connect, would when I would connect. play when I'd be playing Call of Duty, people, the box came with the connect, and they would say, "Hey, uh, Hex Box Co Hobe," and it would. The connect would pull them out of the Call of Duty game, and I would always see them just the mo- such and such left the game. The modern day version of that is Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say anything; she's right there. She's listening. Stop. Uh, so I had a year of that, oh, and it was Siri. so funny because when everybody anybody would say my name over chat, it would immediately say they have left the game. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really fun with that. Oh, that's right, because on 360 it would take you out to the menu. Yeah, it would kill the game. That's right. That's no, funny. no, that was on the one because everybody had the connect. No, yeah, yeah, it was the. Yeah. I had it for like a year and then I switched it. Spicy, would you, you're Mr. McSpicy. Yeah. Would you, if you could pick any name in the world, would you change it or would you stay as Mr. McSpicy? I think I'd change, I, no, I think I'd keep it because that's, that gamer tag was born before gaming for me. Oh, okay. Like I got, yeah. I, when I was a teenager, did that for whatever. I've had that for 30 years. Yeah. Less than that. 20 years. But that's a long time. Yeah. And it's part, it's who I am. I'm spicy. You know? Yeah, I just think it'd be cool to have your first name and no, I just think obviously it isn't because you changed it and you <laughs> had your name on there. But it was my full name. Having oh. my full name not as cool. The best ones are the ones that are only two letters because that means they were in the alpha of Xbox Live. Oh yeah, really? so like I don't know Phil Spencer is P three. P three. I've seen. I don't know who he was, but I've seen in a game A one. So. Oh. Just A1. And that I'm like, is he cool. is an OG son of a gun. That's cool. Yeah. That's way The two-letter cool. ones are, don't okay, exist what anymore. what would you go to? Two, two characters. What would yours be? KO. 69. 69. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to be taken fast. <laughs> you got to be quick on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 69. <laughs> yep. Uh, KO would be good. KO's good. Yeah. I guess. PP. He's a great one. No, oh, that's a good one. Oh my gosh! That one's Why are we here, David? Are we doing? Oh, I know, yeah, let's get to uh, Bethesda is officially on Xbox. And guess what, everybody? Guess what we learned? We're gonna go over the news story. But for everybody, who even ready for this? Even after this announcement, I saw an article. I kid you not, today on IGN saying. Well, we're still unsure about whether or not games are going to be exclusive to Xbox. Everybody, in the sound of my voice. 
the Xbox games are exclusive. Sorry, not to Xbox, I guess. Technically, they're right. To Game Pass, which is Xbox. Mm -hmm. Bethesda's on Game Pass, baby. Let's go over. It's official. It's a good day. It is a good day. OFU is a good one for two letters. Hey, yeah, that That's a good one. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Chat distracted me. That's a really good one. Uh, everybody, Bethesda, it's here. Jordan, let's go through yes. it. Yes, so it is... Let's this, actually go through this, Phil Spencer's quote. This whole thing basically... Gets you excited to be an Xbox gamer. If you're an Xbox gamer, you're you're yeah. a good time. So we, yeah, just pull up. I don't know. Pick a game. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, let's let's start with the big thing, the exclusives. And they started with this pretty much a few minutes into the show. Um, Wait, there's. Can they, I read it? Can I read Phil Spencer? Yeah, yeah. Read read the first part. Okay. Here, I'll let you read the second part since that's the part that you want. To no, really I'll read, read the whole thing. Can okay. I do read, the yeah, read the okay. first. Okay. Phil Spencer. Here's what he said, everybody. During the Bethesda, like, get to know you. Yeah, it was the round table, and it was right off the beginning. He kind of had two different. It was kind of in two parts. Here, yeah, and you can go and watch it, everybody. It's on YouTube. Just type in Xbox Bethesda, Phil Spencer, Todd Howard. Everybody sat down around the table and mm -hmm. just discussed things that are happening. Here's what Phil Spencer said during that event. He said, quote, so obviously I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through, as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go support these those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players, and we love those communities, and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be things that have contractual things or legacy on different platforms that will go do. Jordan, give me an example. Now, so what he's talking about here is ESO, right? It, it's, Elder Scrolls I mean, it's on every platform. You're not going to take yeah, that not, away. Yeah, not only do you have a good community on PC and Xbox, you have a really good community on the PlayStation 4 as well. They're not going to take that away, and I think that's what he might be talking about legacy as well. That one will continue to have its expansions be put on on the PlayStation 4 because the game basically everything that's already out will continue to be where it is. So Fallout yeah. 76 which is also on the PlayStation will probably get continuous updates yeah. for the PlayStation because it's already there, right? Um I think when he talks about future content, he's talking about uh Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, yeah. which are two games that are coming exclusive to the PlayStation, which still are because they were all obviously contractual obligations. contractual obligations, yeah. Now, I do think those two games will eventually come to the Xbox as well. I think they'll just be timed exclusives. Only time will tell. But going, this next quote will basically, everything going forward is what we're assuming is going on. Phil Spencer continues, and yeah. he says, and are you ready, everybody? If you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games. <laughs> Let me read that again. If you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this, and by this we mean but the Bethesda purchase for $7 billion .5. is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. That's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. So what that means... Boom! Is Mic drop. Walk any, away. Essentially, any. it sounds like... I mean, we don't know what the contractual agreements are with like Starfield. I assume yeah. there's not any uh we don't the only one where i'd given a maybe is indiana jones because that's licensed by what lucasfilm or lucasarts or yeah. i don't know I, that one maybe but again we don't know because that's so far off in development so all future games will be game pass this we, this exclusives much we which Elder, means Elder scrolls for sure yeah i would say doom I would even uh, I would well say, any, anything. I would. Bethesda. I mean, I would say Starfield, which I think we're going to hear more about later this year. Starfield, because I mean, it basically sounds like every game that is yeah. not yet released, minus the contractual Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, right? Because yeah. those are already. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry if I'm being obnoxious, everybody. Uh, but there, there is this argument that I keep seeing around that people still, even after that, 
are saying, well, Bethesda, you know, why don't they bring, why don't they bring these games? They would make more money if they brought these games, if they released the PlayStation. I, I and the think, answer is no, I they wouldn't. That, yeah, that's that's a weak argument. Yeah, the, that's like that's, that's. I don't I don't think it's an argument. I think it's the five stages of denial. Yeah, oh, yeah. stages. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're just grasping. Because the reason the reason that's not an argument saying basically saying well they'll make more money if they bring Starfield and ESO six to PlayStation because you can just say okay well what about on the flip side what if why isn't God of War Last of Us Part Two and the Uncharted series everywhere because they'd make more money because in that's the not long the point run, that's the not money the point you're going to make is yeah. pulling people into your yeah. ecosystem it's granted same, it's yeah. the internet so it's probably some tr- troll you know just yeah. trolls saying that but I do see that argument still and it, it just it really does. I, this qu- is, I question your sanity. This is why Sony does not make Thor movies. <laughs> yeah. Let's see it, because Disney bought that IP. Or why make why KFC doesn't allow their chicken to be sold at McDonald's. <laughs> but Correct. you can make more money. You can make more money if you <laughs> sold that chicken. But there's a chain over there that we can <laughs> <laughs> just do a lateral. Uh, Let's battle. Yeah. It's because they own the rights to it now, so now they want them to come to exclusive. come over here. Wait, like ex- we have the like exclusive. We have the spicy chicken sandwich. Well, Dude, can I just what say, frustrate- by the way, hold on, pause. Yeah, KFC is so freaking good. <laughs> it really is. It's so good, but yeah, it's it so is. expensive. Yeah, but it's so good. So I, I actually, okay. good, good this, this is yeah. actually what, because yeah. yeah. this is a big, this is a big deal. This exclusive stuff. There's still people talking about it. There's still, I mean, let's be honest. I don't know what contracts are in place with Starfield, Elder Scrolls Six, and Indiana Jones are the two, three big ones I'm thinking of. But I would assume that just like Phil Spencer said. Those games, any game going forward, all these future games coming out that don't have those contractual agreements, which I'm assuming is Starfield, ES, uh, Elder Scrolls Six, and hopefully Indiana Jones, yeah. will be exclusive to Game Pass because that's basically what he said here, yeah. right? Now, what frustrates me about this, and and I think Give it to I, me, I, I do think there's a double standard in the gaming news slash journalism field arena. Arena, thank you, because when Sony announced Final Fantasy as a console exclusive. No one said anything. They went, oh, rip Xbox. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, well, why is it okay for them to do that, but not for Xbox? Like, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I do really feel like there's a double standard. And I'm going to say it out loud. There's a double standard in the gaming arena. And that well, double standard is it's okay when Sony does something, but it's not okay when yeah. Microsoft does something. And Well, there shouldn't be. No, no, there shouldn't at all. Let's just, yeah, the whole thing. We, we all own all consoles and we play on our PCs and everything. There shouldn't be a double standard. If competition's great, we should all just enjoy the games that we love. Yeah, uh, Sony did that. They got they got Final Fantasy 16 to be an exclusive to their console. Now it does sound like it's coming to PC as well, but they got that console exclusivity because guess what? They could make more money if they release it everywhere. But that's not the point. The point is, it's going to force you to come to Sony's console. Now. I thought that was a huge blow to Xbox gamers, and that was a real bummer sure, because yeah. Final Fantasy 16 being developed by Yoshi P, great developer, does Final Fantasy 14. I think it's going to be, and the trailer that we saw, I think it's going to be a hardcore game, and it yeah. was a huge blow it was to Xbox. a X- good move by yeah, Sony. Yeah, a good move by Sony. It was a huge blow to Xbox, but I think Elder Scrolls 6 is just as big as Final Fantasy, and I think that's a good move by Xbox and a huge blow to Sony. I mean, the reason they do this is, like you said, competition, right? They're trying to give you a reason to come to Xbox well, with Game Pass. Well, more you know than that, that the, you can see the strategy clearly is Game Pass here because look at all these games now on Game Pass. Can we go? Can we go through them real quick? Let's. Oh yeah. Let's just go down the list. We have twenty games on that are Game uh, Pass right now with this official deal being done. We've got Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored mm-hmm. Fantastic Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Dishonored One. I mean Dishonored, Dishonored Two. Then we've got all the Dooms: Doom, Doom Two, Doom Three, Doom Sixty Four. Those, are, those Doom are the original Dooms. Yeah. 
and then the new ones too. Then we've got all the Elder Scrolls. Oh, Skyrim. This, this is actually a huge deal, by the way. Having oh, yeah. Morrowind, Oblivion, well, and the big one, Skyrim. Skyrim. And don't don't skip over this lightly. But what's a big deal about this is Aaron Greenberg talked about during that that roundtable meeting that some of these games he he didn't announce which ones, but we can obviously assume which ones are going to get the FPS game boost, and they're working on it currently. Oh, so baby. games like Oblivion, which I think Oblivion is really good. Yeah, many really well done many game. people consider it the best game ever made. Well, really? I I remember Oblivion. I mean, all Elder Scrolls games do this, but Oblivion, I think because it was the jump from, you know, on the 360, right? It, it came what was it? 2 months into the 360. So it was really new at the time. If you go back and do it now, it probably won't be as big a deal cuz it's a little bit older. But in in the Elder Scrolls game, you always start out like in a dungeon or in a confined area somehow. You did in Morrowind on the ship, and then you kind of went out in the world. In Oblivion, you start out in the sewers, mm-hmm. and then you open the door, and you see the entire world. You did this in Skyrim, too. And I remember the first time I walked out of the sewer, and you see the entire world of Oblivion, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was really cool, because before that, in Morrowind, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but the draw distance was like 10 feet. <laughs> Because it was like all misty, you know, it was just. And by just, that time, you've already aggroed everybody. Yeah, it was just. You'll notice you can only see so far, and then the game was like foggy. You know, it was it was you know just a product of its time. But Oblivion was the first time you were able to see the entire world, and it was one of the first times in Elder Scrolls, which this is basically in all their games now, where you can see a peak off into the distance, and you can go there and explore it. And there may be a dungeon, there may be a treasure chest, there may be monsters you don't know. But it was the first time you walked out of this this sewer and you were like the whole world was in front of you to explore like, and wow. whatever you could see you could go do it was yeah, very was cool, very well done now if you go back and do that now because it is on game pass via backward compatibility i mean you probably won't have that same feeling that well, i no, had because, because what because you'll just, see is like triangles yeah in the distance. but just remember at the time that was amazing you know what i mean uh we've got the evil within elder scrolls online don't forget that one. elder scrolls online yeah. obviously what we're watching by the way yeah <laughs> evil within which neither of you have played evil within have you uh, we tried to. It was too scary for me. Evil Within. I'm not good with scary no, games. Evil Within <laughs> is not really a horror game. To me, it's closer to like a Resident Evil. Dude, and I think it's one of the most... It kind of flies under the radar for me. I think it's a masterpiece. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you haven't played Evil Within, it's now on Game Pass. Go check it out. I love... Which is funny. I think I've bought almost every one of these games. Yeah. Fallout 76. <laughs> Fallout you just, 4. Don't, you don't just skip witnessed 4. David fact-checking his own yeah. statement. Did I yeah. uh, buy... Yep, I got them all. <laughs> uh, Fallout, 7, oh, Fallout 4 is there. Fallout 76. Fallout New Vegas. I oh, mean, the Fallout that's, series. Dude, that's another big one. That's huge. Fallout New Vegas. Huge. We've got Prey. We've got Rage 2, baby. Oh, That was a fun game. It wasn't the it wasn't. It wasn't, yeah. It, it wasn't was like... Yeah, it, it was really fun. I mean, now that it's on Game Pass, I think it's worth it. You know oh, yeah. I mean? no, I, most definitely. Yeah, yeah but. Uh, you've got all the Wolfensteins as well right now on Game Pass. All future games. And so you can see, look at that Look at that library that just grew on Game Pass. Is How big of a game changer is this move? Spicy, how 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 excited are you for Bethesda? Because obviously we, we're in agreement this is the right move by Xbox, but how big of a move is this yeah, I mean, it's, by Xbox? It's scary. <laughs> Scaring a lot of journalists. Yeah, now yeah. they're going to have to buy another console. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> they're oh, terrified. They yeah, you know they're ooh. oh uh, no no exclusives. So they're gonna stay. <laughs> they're gonna stay, right? Yeah. No, no, um, no. It's 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 actually a very big deal. Bethesda has a pedigree of great games, really good games. Many considered to be the best ever. I mean, Skyrim. 
everybody bought Skyrim. I mean, everybody how many, did. How many times did that game re-release and was successful on every single re-release? Yeah, it's still popular today. Oh, it was like I think it was in the gold on Steam if, for last year. If you, it's one of the top selling games. If you haven't played Skyrim and you're just a fan or even just a lukewarm fan of RPGs, now that it's on well, I mean it's been on Game Pass for a little bit, I think, but I mean, it's worth played. It's one of the best RPGs out there. It's on everything. It's even people that didn't game played that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chat saying they even have Skyrim on their Alexa. I mean, it's literally. <laughs> it's, Stop saying her name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's over there talking uh, to us. Oh, so. So, yeah, back to it. Yeah. I mean, the list right here. This is not a list you go through and say, oh, that's not. Oh, that's OK. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, the all, value is undeniable it's for Game Pass. Absolutely undeniable. And the fact that the games that are coming out that are we're expecting, I mean, think of what, I mean, Merowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, ESO, Elder Scrolls 6, like that pedigree of that right there alone, having Elder Scrolls most likely be exclusive, people are going to be playing it on a Windows computer or on a con- on an Xbox yeah, or yeah. via xCloud that's the other thing Correct. that game passes right? that is where you're going to be playing that game and, and that is a most likely deal. and most likely via your game pass subscription yeah. via Microsoft that yeah. is a big deal that it's not going anywhere else mm-hmm. yeah gaming is changing i think i played is- i think my i played skyrim on the playstation first Oh, did you? Actually, oh, really? yeah, I did. I played it on the PlayStation first, and then I got it. That, that's one of the games I've bought five times, I think. Yeah. I, I think it. I have it on every possible thing that I could ever have it on. Yeah, it's even on Nintendo. The it's Switch, everywhere. Yeah. I have it everywhere. So the other cool thing that they talked about during this meeting, um, they, they didn't talk about it a ton. Well, they did. They went through all their different developers um, and had all the studio heads talk about it, but they did hit on collaboration. Which, collaboration. And this is really interesting. So not only does Xbox own Bethesda now and, and their games, but they own the id Tech engine, okay. which is by id, and yeah. they own all the studios under Bethesda, which would be like Tango Gameworks, id Software, uh, Arcane, Ar- you know, all, all their studios. Yeah. What's cool is those studios collaborate with the other that collaborate with each other they talked about it during the during the press conference they help each other out with games i think they were talking about there was a game like arcane actually made one of the enemies for doom uh eternal which is you know id software's game what's really cool and even phil spencer hit on this a little bit how cool would it be imagine doom eternal id software collaborating with 343 and the coalition on gears (laughs) and and help now i'm not saying i'm not saying that hey you know they're gonna make you know they're gonna take halo and make id make the next halo i don't think that's gonna happen what i'm saying is your resource pool just opened up the manpower you have and not not just the manpower but the talented manpower that you now have where you can go over to id and say hey you know we like what you guys did here how can we incorporate that into our game it's just like what we talked about last week when ea took criterion games and they took them off their current project and put them to help on battlefield 5 to make that game or battlefield 6 to make that game that much better yeah you know i i think i think that is just a big a deal as having all the games that you have i agree you're combining the powers of idea guys and stuff guys (laughs) Yeah, when just just let's you let's, know you have your gems and your Hanks. Yeah. And your, they're gonna get together by the cooler and they're gonna come Jim up with Hanks. Some, <laughs> they're gonna come up with some great at, ideas at the new meetings. It's just the the what? How did you? What did you just say? Your your resource pool just grew, and it's oh, not just yeah. a, it's a talented resource pool. I mean, you have id software 
and Machine Games, who I think are fantastic first-person shooter developers and very yeah. talented. I mean, Machine Games is busy working on Indiana Jones right now. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, can you imagine id Software saying, hey, you know what we should do in the new Halo or the new I Gears guess. of War? They're going to go through the cafeteria line and sit all in the same, same table. table. yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's the cool kid table? It would have to be the... Dude. Wherever Tom Howard is, yeah, Tom he Howard wears is. a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> he is cool. Uh, Adam, let's say by games. Let's say each table is divided up by game that they've developed. Who's the, uh, and take all of Xbox games now, first party titles, including Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Who's the cool kid? Who's the cool? What's the cool kid table? And what is like the band table? The band table. That's hard because depending I, on your location, could be the cool table too. Could okay. be. Could well, be. It, that's that's really that's really hard to say because I feel like each like for example, Todd Howard he he technically works for the Bethesda side. You know he's what is he the vice the executive producer of Bethesda Games yeah. or something? Like, I don't know what his title is, but I mean wherever he sits, okay, that's pretty Doom, good. But then then you have the Doom Slayer. Doom people. is going to be like your rock table. <laughs> no, I think they're like they're like oh man, look at those. Those guys. are like your rockers. <laughs> they're your like skaters. Your rocker table. Your skaters. <laughs> yeah. like your rebels. <laughs> I feel like Arcane would actually be your skaters. They're the ones that do Dishonored. Okay. No, Dishonored, no. That They're a little bit uh, emo. They're the goth. They're the, the goth. Emo. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, totally right? like, they, have, they're, style, they wear the black lipstick and the, the black fingernail polish. That's the emo table. Flight simulator, might that might be the nerd table. <laughs> they play chess. They that's play the nerd table. The <laughs> I think that's the nerd table. Yeah. Where would 343 be? I feel like they're... Uh, they're I feel they're, like that's the jock table. It's a good jock table. Yeah, they, they're okay. wearing they're wearing their Letterman jackets. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're the Letterman. Uh, jackets. You know the kids that play Magic the Gathering at lunch. That's the Obsidian table. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, totally that's perfect. Right. That's the Obsidian table. Yeah, that's the Obsidian table. Yeah. So anyway, no, I I think I I almost I would almost say I'm I'm more excited for this collaboration stuff because now you just have I mean you you have all these teams under the same umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rescue Rook just dropped a super chat. In uh, chat, thank you very much, Rook. He says, "Do you think Bethesda and Obsidian will work together on a new Fallout, or is Microsoft going to be that friend that basically keeps the two from killing each other?" <laughs> whoa, whoa, guys, guys, hey. So why that's relevant? Hug, that's a, hug right now. Yeah, hug. Hey, the, why that's relevant is because Obsidian did Fallout New, new, new Vegas, Vegas, which is mm-hmm. one of I've never played it. Really but you guys well, really it. well done. Yeah, I think it has one of the best DLC story. Like it's really well done. So really do you? Th- <laughs> do you guys think? Let's start with spicy here. Do hold you, on, hold on. Oh, Playground Games is the, the auto, auto shop class. class. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's hilarious. Um, um, rest your so do you think Bethesda and Obsidian will work together on a new th- new Fallout? Spicy. Well, I I don't know. <laughs> well, but, would but you the if you were in charge? Ser- if you were in charge, would you have that combo happen or or no? Well, I'm. Why not? Yeah, why not? You have the pool of I of very very talented people come together, and you. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, it would. They're all going to be near each other now in the same cafeteria. <laughs> cafeteria, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't see why why that would be bad. Yeah, I think they might help each other on a Fallout game. I don't know because I don't think it'd be anytime soon. Because isn't Obsidian working on Avowed, which is basically their, oh that's right yeah their oh man dude you know we, we forgot about Avowed yeah and we don't even know anything about that except other than it first had person a, fantasy other than it looks like Skyrim first person high <laughs> fantasy it looks like a first person Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So I I think I think it falls under more collaboration. I you know I maybe Obsidian will help develop some of it or vice versa well you know. collaboration and more support than yeah. they've had in the past they yeah. have they have the pocket of one of the biggest companies 
in the world. Yeah. Well, and you know the check they have the checkbook of that. The checkbook, yeah. right? Yeah. No, and it's it's really yeah, it's really fascinating. And what's what's also kind of cool. I thought about this a little bit today too, with Phil Spencer talking about you, you know exclusive games that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. I mean that's PC, Xbox, and XCloud, which is essentially servers. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that'll make it easier on development? They're they're essentially developing for almost I would say almost one operating system because aren't Windows and Xbox very similar? And yeah. then I assume the servers on XCloud are essentially I know, I Xbox mean, that's, servers. That's you, you know, so their that's goal to make it easier. To make on development developers. easier. So you know, we might not have as many Bethesda bugs as we're used to because they can focus. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I might enjoy my games. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one more thing before I move on, we're going to hear more about this over the summer. Yeah, correct from Bethesda. Erin uh, Losey, she was on the show too. She's the vice president of global marketing and communications. Yeah. They all have cool titles. I've noticed that. Yeah. Uh, she basically confirmed that they're going to have a, a, some type of summer event where they'll talk more about what's going on. And I think that's where we're going to get some Starfield announcements. I think Starfield is the next big game from Bethesda. Well, we know it's a game in development. I think it's their next big game in development. And I think we'll get it late this year or very oh. early next year, January. Oh, dirty. So, And I do think, I mean, only time will tell. Uh, like you said, like Phil Spencer said, the contractual agreements, we'll see what happens with these exclusives. But from what it sounds like, all these new games, and I think Starfield will be one of them. I think ESO, or sorry, Elder Scrolls Six. after that will be one of them. I think Starfield will be the first big Game Pass exclusive. That's going to be very exciting. Very, very exciting. That brings us to the next segment of our show. This is the portion where we take your questions. And we've got some Bethesda-related questions because that's obviously the big news this week. Let's uh, jump to the first one. Rose City Gamer writes in and says, Hey, bros, pick one Bethesda Zenimax game for a full remake and why. Jordan, what game do you pick for a remake and why? You know, to be honest, this may be a weird one. Okay. I would like to see them redo Morrowind, kind of like they redid Skyrim. I don't think that's a weird one at all. Reason being is because, like we talked about, if you go, Morrowind was original Xbox. It was, I mean, they were at, up until that point, they were PC only. Microsoft came and said, hey, can you put this game on the Xbox? They were like, oh, okay, we'll try. And yeah. they did, because Morrowind was, I don't know if it eventually came to PlayStation 2 or, what was it, Nintendo GameCube or something? I don't think it ever came to either. But anyway, it was it was an Xbox game. And, I mean, technology at the time, that draw distance. Yeah. I, I would love to have an experience in Morrowind, modern day. Like I had in Oblivion way back then where you walk out and you just see this huge open world. And Morrowind was more of like an alien world. Yeah. I mean, you really felt like you were. It was different. It, you were you were like a stranger in a distant land. You really had that feel in Morrowind. Yeah. I would like to. I mean, I'm just talking about like that draw distance because it's it's so it's kind of funny and weird to go back and like I can only see like 30 feet in front of me. What's yeah. going on? So I would like to see. I, I think Morrowind remastered would be a cool. S spicy. One. Spicy. What would you like to see remastered? from Bethesda and why I'm going through the list because there's more than what you have here right yeah because I mean I'm looking at the list now I mean Doom I mean it's been remastered I'm uh, looking at Wolfenstein yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been remastered right um, so I want to go to like the old the older series do you do Daggerfall and Arena mm-hmm that's Elder Scrolls 1 and 2 um I I don't want to okay I'm going to bring this up again I, I hardly ever bring this up. Bring it up. Because it made me really sad about having a, a very poorly game published. But Brink, the concept of Brink 
was very exciting. If they could oh, do yeah. it right, that was a you'd like, you'd like them yeah. to redo that? It's one of my least favorite games of all time. Yeah, it was terrible. Because I got so excited behind the concept behind it. Yeah. And explain, what was the concept? The concept thing? was people can go in and out. It was basically like, okay, it was kind of like a Lego game, you know, <laughs> where you could go in and out whenever you wanted, yeah. and it wouldn't affect gameplay. Um, it was still very competitive. Um, that idea was really interesting to me in at a the PV, time. In a PvP? In a PvP arena. Every and day. having having the, the running up the walls, the smooth slides, just the concept of that game was really cool. However, on launch, I felt like I was lied to. I felt like a whole bunch of things were wrong with the game. And I wasted $60 when I bought that. Yeah. I believe Freaky Aro even sent you a, a brink. I know, he did. <laughs> it's been a joke on the show with a lot of the OG listeners that uh, they they like to just tease me about how Brink, much I yeah. hate Brink because I hated I hated Brink. It was really a terrible game, and I'm only bringing it up now because if they could bring that concept to reality and have it not suck and have like their concepts work, it would be a great game. Yeah, I think they actually took the art style from Brink and made Dishonored. Dishonored. Yeah, I think was, that's that's why was it Arcane that made Brink because it was Bethesda that. Maybe published it. Sure, yeah. I wonder if it was the same studio that made it, and then they took that art style and did Dishonored. I didn't want to bring that up. I wanted to get another game, but really, though, if that if that, that oh. game could have been really good. Yeah, yeah. No, so absolutely. I would say probably Brink. It was splashed Because it it burned me. Burned you and good. I, uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. Tell you, I'll tell you what I would, I would like. Jordan, just going through, I jumped into Elder Scrolls with Skyrim. I jumped into Fallout with Fallout 4. So I never got to experience these other worlds in those series. I would love for them to do what they did with Halo, in, not Halo Infinite, Halo, Halo Master Chief Collection. Oh, yeah, with all the Elder With Scrolls. all of them. Bring me all the, put all the Fallouts in one. Maybe you select one of the old ones. Maybe you select the new Vegas, whatever one you think is your crown jewel, and do what you did to like a Halo 2 or... Um, and just kind of upgrade everything a little bit, but put it in one package so I could go back. Could you imagine how long that package would be for, for like the Elder Scrolls, Oops. all the Elder Scrolls? That would be hilarious. But Sorry. yeah, I would like to see it's instead of a, I would like to see a, a Master Chief for Sorry. for the Elder Scrolls series or for Fallout. Yeah. So that I could go back and experience everything. That'd be really cool. Yeah. You could do, because Bethesda took over at Fallout 3, so you could really do that. It'd be Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and then Fallout 4 you wouldn't have to touch. Yeah. You I, know what game cool. is on this list, David? Uh, it's a game you've brought up before. Home Alone from the NES. Dude! <laughs> to redo that one. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. What's fun about that game is a 20-minute timer. Can you survive the 20 minutes? By dropping traps, traps become rarer, you know, different things. And I'm sure there's all kinds of bugs that you didn't know about as yeah, a kid because the all internet like didn't exist. these are all old Bethesda. Yeah. Does Bethesda even own those or were they just... I don't know. Because I wonder if they were just developers on those, yeah. you know? 1991. Yeah. When they, I, I know they did like Wayne Gretzky hockey and I think they did a Terminator game. and They did, ter yeah, Terminator. And that was a DOS game, by the yeah. way. Oh, man, the good old days of installing sound cards. Rose City Gamer, thank you very much for the question. Uh, we do have another Bethesda question from Marshall Race who writes in and says did the X1 Bro see all the Bethesda games that dropped into Game Pass? Yes, we did. Which ones are you gentlemen jumping into or re-jumping into first? The one that got me excited I'll go first is Evil Within. I'm telling mm, you yeah. Evil Within is 
it is a masterpiece, and I think it's it's like a niche game because of the st- of the kind of game that it is. But because when I look at it, I think oh horror game. It's actually not. It's closer to a Resident Evil, which I don't consider Resident Evil a horror game. I consider it a dark adventure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with zombies. But Evil Within, I I really would like to jump into that because the minute you fired up, you're like wow, this is amazing. Jordan, how about you? First game from the Game Pass. I would probably selection. Oblivion. I mean, that was just. I would maybe we'll even stream it as like a retro yeah. game Ooh, night. Retro game night. So going back because I know like if you were to play it now, like if you were fresh and this was your first Elder Scrolls game, I would suggest playing like Skyrim, Skyrim Remastered. Yeah. Even Skyrim feels a little dated. But well, the, yeah, but it's. I don't know. It still holds up. Just though. mod that bad boy. Spicy, spicy. Out of that list of the newly Game Pass games, which ones well, jumping into first? There are so many that I never finished, and that I really like. I have to finish all the Wolfenstein's. Oh yeah, I've yeah. played them all. Oh, I now yeah. have to finish them. Did all. you? Did you beat? Have you beat any of them? No, I've oh. gotten far. Dude, the end. In the campaign. The end of the first one. From a storytelling standpoint, I think. Is one of the most underrated stories. Like the way they do it, it's so good. Well, how even throughout the game, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How their use of music. Oh my goodness, I love it. Uh, and then of course I gotta finish do- the Dooms. Doom Eternal. I finished the first one. Really, I didn't yeah. finish the second so one. So Doom's really good, and I've been playing through Doom Eternal. Not only is that game actually very difficult on the normal difficulty, I think it was Super Shocker who told me Doom Eternal's normal difficulty is other games impossible. <laughs> so. <laughs> It was. It's actually so. The first couple levels kind of teach you how to play the game, and then they just drop you in, and you should you should know how to play by then. But Doom Eternal is. I think I was telling you guys before the show. I think last year my game of the year was Modern Warfare. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry, sorry, Warzone. Warzone. It was because I just played it a lot, and I I do think it was a really good game. And I don't know if I put Doom Eternal on the list. I did play Doom Eternal last year, like you know a little bit. But you didn't dive in. But I didn't dive in like I am this week. And did that game? It. They really are. It's one of the. It's the first person. It's. I can't even talk. Well, the first person. Like it is one of the best first person shooters. How smooth it is. The gameplay loop. The the awesomeness well, of the, not only your character but the but the music. There's. Oh, sorry. Well, I just want to jump in here real quick, just because that gameplay loop that you're talking mm-hmm. about. What they do is they make you. It's God mode. You're mm-hmm. destroying everybody, and they're forcing you to destroy everybody to get health. Yeah. It's actually. I jumped into Outriders. This week, similar to that, right? Yeah, and it's that same feeling. And it, Outriders is very addicting because of that. It's for it forces it rewards you for doing what I do, running in and wanting to kill people. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. what Doom does, and it just nails it. Yeah, you know, Doom really instead well. of so it's reload button. So you run. There's no traditional reload your weapon button. To get more ammo to reload, you have to chainsaw someone in half. That's yeah. how you get your ammo, and then glory kill to get your health. Like it's it's very it's really good, and the level design. Doom does a good job of making you want to collect everything because everything you collect has a very cool purpose in the game. Even if it's just the floppy disks or the records that you can go back to the Fortress of Doom, which is basically the greatest man cave ever, and just play the music. So I, I unlocked, I think it was a Commander King intro, and now I just play it in the Fortress of Doom while I'm, wa- while, I'm, while I'm walking around. Yeah, I love that. It's a very well done game. Another one, David, that I have to mention is I beat this game. But and I've beat it several times, but Fallout New Vegas is mm. one of my favorite games. Yeah, I love that. Do, game. do you think it holds up really well? Like if I were no, to jump in, probably no. not. <laughs> I mean, no, no. So it, would, it would need to have just like a slight upgrade in order for someone like me to enjoy it. Probably not necessarily. I mean, I really, I those games are not very. 
good control wise anyways that's true that's really even, janky controls even fallout <laughs> now the new fallout fallouts 4, are just yeah. like odd to yeah. control so it's just it's and it's kind of like you know the quirks that you fall in love with the game kind of a thing and i really like i really like new vegas i think i mean we've talked about it before but you gotta respect a guy <laughs> or a, ga- a guy a game developer you gotta respect a game developer that they they just want to save money. They they just don't want to make new character, you know, assets. Skids. You know what? Let's just take these Roman soldiers <laughs> from Oblivion. <laughs> it's like like the outfit of the armor, yeah. and let's throw them into a post-apocalyptic Vegas, <laughs> That's yeah. like Nevada. We'll come up with the story afterwards. Yeah, they'll uh, see brain r- brainstorming. Uh, they just went crazy. They worked a little Caesars at Caesars <laughs> yeah. Palace. I mean, they w- they went crazy and found this armor. And now they're a clan out in the wilderness. <laughs> so now, and then they totally like save so much money by just using those character models. That's funny. Yeah. That is too it's funny. It's a really good game, though. Great question, Marshall Reyes. Thank you very much for writing in. Black Knight writes in and says, Hey, bros, Destiny 2 had an amazing exploit where 12 players can go into a three player or six player events. He says, I've posted some pictures in the Discord for y'all to enjoy. It has been the most fun I've had in a long time. It's a shame they're going to fix this. <laughs> what has to be the most fun exploit you've found in a game? I'll go, I'll go first with this one. Um, I don't know about fun, but just from ut- a utility standpoint, again, it's Destiny, but the loot cave was, was funny, a blast. Yeah. That was pretty because fun. Because everybody would just sit str- there. Strap, right there strap, like, strap rubber bands to their, their controller and, <laughs> well, and, and, just, and, and then you, leave for a couple hours. And Then you had like the righteous honor guard that <laughs> ran up there and stood there and was like, you shouldn't <laughs> you do, should this. do this. And so everyone would leave and re- re-jump back in. doing this. I'm not going to make the bad guy spawn anymore. And then everybody just leaves and then they go into a new, a new instance. A yeah. new instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, that was a good one though. The yeah, loot cave the loot was one cave of the is greatest. So things. memorable. The loot cave is the equivalent to Napster. Yeah. <laughs> when Napster was in like uh, 2001, and it was going to the Supreme Court, it's whether it's illegal or not. But everybody rushed. And the last two weeks of Napster being alive, <laughs> everybody download pirated as many songs as they possibly could. They left their computers on overnight. Come on, no one call me. I still got dial up. Yeah. That was that was the loot cave until the Supreme Court shut it down. Dude, and uh, Black Knight, I'm just browsing all your pictures that or yeah, Black Knight that you posted. Hilarious, dude. Hilarious. That's that's an awesome exploit. Exploits like that are tons of fun. Um Jordan. Yeah. Exploit, I would I think the loot cave is pretty good. Yeah, the loot the cave, loot is, cave really is pretty good. Spicy, how about your how about yourself? There's gotta be one. Actually, there was one in Skyrim. That was pretty funny. I used it to level up my dark. What is oh, it? Your the- Daedric stuff. <laughs> Basically, you found a dead body and you were able to reuse a spell on it over and over again. <laughs> Or and it was it was it was something to do with Daedric, but it, it was Skyrim basically it was basically a really fast and easy way to level up your what what was the ability? I'm just, I'm the reason I'm saying Daedric is because if you you were able to get the Daedric armor set because you required whatever that ability was, whatever that tree was, you had to had a certain level in it to wear the Daedric armor and the Daedric armor was pretty strong and cool looking. So I remember I think it was outside Whiterun. I just killed someone and you kept using, I think it was like life's, it was, I forget what it was, but you just kept using it over and over again for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And then, uh, you were maxed and then out. you, yeah. And then there was the whole the sneaking, sneaking and killing oh, the, that, the, that was my the, favorite the, one. The, the talking to every, shouting people. 
<laughs> Every single playthrough I've had of the like monks, the like monks. The in first the thing sky you tower. do, you go right up the mountain, and then you to wait the for that guy to go like pray, and you just sit behind him and you go stab him because he'll stand up and he'll be like, huh, huh. Because they can't die, right? Oh, like was, guess no one's there, and you're staring. You're making <laughs> eye contact. He sits back down. Sneak. Step, 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 and he won't increase. die. <laughs> and then it's just like sneak attack, increase, sneak increase, attack, yeah. increase, sneak attack, increase. Uh, Get it to level 100, and then you can start playing the game. Yeah, yeah. so Skyrim had some pretty good ones. Yeah, spicy. Outside of those, any any others that you think of that you really enjoyed? Um, well, I don't personally enjoy these. Okay, but I love watching speedrunners just destroy games with oh, every yeah. exploit oh, yeah. that oh, you yeah. can possibly like think of. Just a memorization of exploits. One of my favorites that I've ever seen is the is is the exploit, and I don't know how I don't know how they figure these out. They have to have like I know that speedrunners speedrunners they have like techs that figure the exploits out, and then they actually have the speedrunners, and they work together to figure it's things out. It's like the pit crew and the driver. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. But the best mm. one I've ever seen is, it was the Ocarina of Time on Zelda, and they can beat the game in like 18 seconds. Wow. And how they do it, they enter a door, and then within one frame, they like move left from right at the beginning when you wake up at that... like. Whatever, Acorn Camp? I can't yeah, remember the, yeah. like, you know. And then they go through a door and then they go somewhere. And how the game is developed is the game sequence is like rooms or something. Sure. And they can go right to where the fight with Ganon is at the very end. And you need the Master Sword to fight Ganon. But the exploit is you go there and then you're able to do something, another glitch, and then you're able to get a cut scene with the Master Sword, and then you automatically have it, and you can kill him. <laughs> it's like an under That's 20 seconds. Well, have you ever seen when uh, they have like a whole YouTube... I think it might be like IGN that does it. There's a, there's a few people that do it, but they have a YouTube series where like the developers react to the speed runs. Oh, those and are those, awesome. those are really cool, because the developers, for the most part, are actually like, where they're like, oh, that's a create, you know, they're really... Because, I mean, to think about it, I mean... To do those speed runs, you have to play that game for hundreds of hours. Sure, you know, and I, so I mean, they're they're still playing the game. But I remember, I can't remember if it was like Tomb Raider or something, but, but someone got in trouble <laughs> because they did something, and the developer and the I don't know who it was, I I was Tomb Raider or one of the other games, but they're like, I thought we put something in to prevent that. And like and his, look over his and tone, his tone there's changed. Like, there's like, like five <laughs> of them sitting there, and, and you know which one didn't yeah. do his job, and he's, he's like, he's like, and and then they all go like this. Jerry, yeah. like, it was a, you could like it was like, so it was so funny because they uh, were all we, we did he broke it they, <laughs> they were all they were all like oh wow he's doing this he's doing that he's doing that and then he did something it, it did break the game and he was and the you could tell like the head executive guy was like I thought we put something in to prevent that yeah that <laughs> and it is, was like it was like oh someone that is funny. someone got in trouble it was pretty funny but I really I really enjoy seeing those one of my favorites is the original NES Mario. World 4-2, I believe that is. There's a great like mini documentary on that 20-second level or 40... No, I think it's a 20-second level on how every frame is important and how the, the evolution of these exploits that come along to progress and, and you know decrease the time in, in speedrunning that. It's one of, it's an excellent, excellent thing to watch if you want to 
enjoy like exploits on how games are made, developed, yeah. and then they just destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, Black Knight. Uh, Defenestrator in chat says OG exploit the extra lives from turtles in Super Mario Brothers one. You know, I don't know that one. I was just a oh, child. No. So. no, yeah. So that one, I did that one. <laughs> I could do that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you got the, you hit the turtle guy. Mm-hmm. The is it a Koopa Troopa, right? Yeah, I think so. You hit him, and then you go to like a step. It's like the third step, and you jump and you let go of it, and then it bounces back, and then you just go dunk, 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 uh, dunk, and you you have it perfectly framed. Yeah, so you're, and then you just keep getting extra lives. You have to do that. I had to do that every time in order to, <laughs> to actually beat the game That's because funny. I could do that, but I couldn't survive the levels from like eight on. <laughs> that is really funny. Great question. Z Capitan writes in. And says, I'm starting to see a trend, even with the Xbox Gold snafu, or just constant of just constant positive news and upward trend in performance and value if you invested in the Series X early. Stuff like FPS booth, Bethesda Game Pass, systems and controller errors are at a minimum. He, he says, are you guys feeling that you got your money's worth even with your new PC build in hand or even more so because you have that comparison? So question, early investment in the Series X, do we think we're getting our money's worth uh, spicy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, because one of the first games I played was Cyberpunk, and you didn't see it in the actual game necessarily. Although, no, actually, you did because the you couldn't play it on the other console. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. saw it in performance. <laughs> Where it changed my life is the loading times. Mm-hmm. That one alone sells those new consoles. Yeah, that's really good. I feel like when I have a loading screen... I feel like, what are we, cavemen? I mean, why, why am I sitting here? I'm wasting my time. What is happening? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the lo- just that, regardless of all the fidelity and all the resolution and all that stuff, the fact that I don't have like no loading times at all is a game changer. Yeah. It's Agreed. worth every penny. Agreed. Jordan? No, it's loading times. Even when playing Doom Eternal, which is a relatively new game, uh, when you die, you just basically count two Mississippis probably one Mississippi and a half and you yeah. hit A and you're back in the game. Yeah. And then I actually did download Oblivion and start a new game. And let me tell you, <laughs> when you have that kind of power on that old of a game, I'm I can't I'm excited to see what Morrowind does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. I like the graphics. So right now Dirt Five is in Game Pass and so we're playing Fun it game. as our it's our game club game of the month. And there's this difference in in our Discord chat of people on the Scorpio or the Project Scorpio, you know, the X One X or the Xbox One, versus the Series S and the Series X. And I feel like in a game like that, like it's a beautiful game on the Series X, and it's showing this next level graphics that you're just not getting on the Series uh, or on the Xbox One right now. And you put on top of that that lots of games on Game Pass are going that, you know, you're getting that Series X enhanced. Mm-hmm. I absolutely think the value is there. Uh, and I think it's becoming more and more apparent. It's going to become more apparent this summer with stuff like Flight Simulator. When that Yeah, well, given time, I mean, look at uh, the Super Nintendo when Super Mario World came out. It was like, oh my gosh. You gotta compare that to the NES. Yeah. But then when Donkey, give it a couple of years, then you have Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong, Kong Country yeah, come yeah. out. And you're like, holy cow. And then you're hearing the soundtracks. Yeah. Given time, the developers actually have time to work with the hardware, and you can you'll see some really really great stuff. You're gonna do that, some crazy things. That doesn't mean that I would ever miss the chance to play Super Mario World yeah. when it first came out, right? Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's a great game too. 
it's just it's just fidelity is just going to get better and better and that's really exciting. well you you mentioned flight simulator i'm actually really excited to see how well that game does on the xbox because that game takes a lot that game your fan goes like <laughs> it sounds like a plane yeah it sounds, it sounds like, like you're a plane. starting that's, the engine that's, that's that's how they get away with it it's yeah. immersion it's immersion well because how, how much ram video ram is in the xbox series x and it takes more than that on the pc because because I think like day one or two, I was like, hey, this game's pretty optimized. And then you pull up your stats and you're like, holy, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's optimized, but I mean, I guess I don't know how much it takes to load the entire world. But. <laughs> well, we have a friend of the show, Loyal Doyle, that yeah. fried his computer. <laughs> computer. Yeah, it, that game fried his computer. Yeah, I think he was flying over Salt Lake City at the time and it's just He's boom. like, guys, there's smoke coming from my computer. <laughs> like, oh, that's part of the immersion. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the immersion. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very. It's gonna be exciting. It's a great time to be a gamer. It's a great time to be an Xbox gamer. It's a great time for all of us. So that actually does us for today, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in and yeah, go play some Bethesda. Go games. play some Bethesda games. There's 20 of them now on Xbox. Remember, if you haven't yet, do not forget to come over to YouTube, subscribe to us there, check out the streams, check out. Uh, we're dropping videos. We dropped a video last week, uh, Spicy's review, basically. Of Rogue Company. Yeah. So come mm -hmm. check it out. We're, we're bringing more of that stuff. Come support us. It's a good time. Other than that, have a great week, everybody. You know what I'm really excited to jump into as we as, as we count it out here? Yeah, more yeah. Out, Outriders. Oh, yeah. April 1st. Spicy was right. The story grabs you. It's good. And I love... Just grabs you by. Grabs me the same way Back to the Future grabs you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm really excited Leroy Jenkins that which Rusty Rooks said in chat thank you very much Rusty Rook for that super chat guys have a great week we'll see you next time I'm